Hey everyone, this is Christy, Soul Magazine's assistant editor, and welcome to episode 55 of In the Spray Room, our podcast where we talk to some of the best and brightest artists working on the streets today. For our daily online content, check us out on soulmagny.com, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at soulmag. And In the Spray Room can be found on all major podcast platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and through Amazon Alexa. Today's crew consists of myself, Bike Girl, Hello, and Brooklyn Zone, Big Ronnie. It's hot. Before we introduce today's special guest, Big Ronnie, tell us what's going on. Well, let's uh, plug a couple of shows that are going on. Sarah Arenthal's show is still on at Storefront Project on Orchard. We have Beyond the Streets still going on out in Bushwick, or is that Williamsburg? Williamsburg. And Paid MSD, his show is up at 212 Arts, and it is Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. We're very happy to be here. The podcast is chugging right along. Uh, as Christy mentioned, we are on every platform that you can find a podcast. If you listen to a podcast and can't find us, yell at me. Because uh, then I'll tell you how to spell sold media, and then you can search for that, and that'll work, or I'll get on that system. So today with us, we're pretty happy to have someone that I have been, I think, Amy, how many times did I ask you to come on the podcast before? It's the third here? time. I apologize. That's yes. quite all right, and uh, we're happy to have you here. We have Professor Amy Young. Very happy. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Now, Amy is a professor at City College, and she teaches a class called the Art History of Graffiti and Street Art. And tell us a little bit about that. Um, I've been teaching it since 2011. Um, I teach it once or twice a year, depending on um, the enrollment. And we start at the beginning with the writers on the wall and go all the way through to muraling. Now, how much, how much do you get into, because obviously I would I assume today there's a lot of political and politically themed work on the street. I see it and I'm sure you talk about it. But how much do you really get into the social aspect of it about why people started scribbling on walls to begin with? We get into it very deeply. Um, why that they, they were youth that were being pushed out of their, their homes. They wanted to make a, a sign for themselves. They wanted to prove that they existed. So they went all city on the subway trains, um, marking, marking their names um, to the political stuff today where people are screaming in the streets about Trump and his atrocities. Now, one of the artists that you worked with, um, Hanksy, he was, he's very political. And he, he was. He, he, he was. He, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to say he isn't anymore because <laughs> you don't know what's coming next, and I don't either. But uh, I, I like when somebody takes a shot at a political topic that catches on. I, I, I like political art, but when it catches on, it's way more fun. It's way more fun. I like art that has content. And we spent the whole semester talking about that. How great it is to see stuff up on the wall that's beautiful and covered with flowers and gorgeous animals and stuff like that, but there needs to be something behind it. And many of our artists hit on that, that they would put up a beautiful piece just to get you to look at that beautiful object and then hit you with the topic or the subject or the content behind it. And that is what's important in the street art world today. Christy, I love the work of Sunny Sundancer and Louis Masai going after uh, endangered animals and bringing awareness to that type of thing. Give me somebody else that, with, that's got a real uh, backbone to their work, not just beautiful on the street. That's uh, more like politically charged, uh, maybe LMNOPI. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Aaron Lee Hill, who who met with us this semester in his studio on a day like today. Um, He's the one that talked about uh, punching us with beauty and then coming in behind and giving us content. Now, I... I, we saw him, baby. When was it? On the street, two or three years ago at Bushwick Collective, working the the black and white piece that he did with the deer and the the snow leopards. Yeah, it was it was it was unbelievable. And we met him at Moniker this year, and we talked a little bit about that piece. And he said that was the first time he actually put the 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 the, the mirror images of his work together. But now it's everything he's doing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, did you, that big installation he did at Moniker. Oh, wonderful, oh. all the sticks coming in, all, all the 3D stuff. I think he's very excited about that. When we went to his studio, a lot of his models were dealing with that. He's still muraling, but I think he may be moving away into um, installation. He had a gorgeous sculpture in Chinatown, um, like two years ago now. It was inside one of the Chinatown malls, literally inside one of the shopping malls. <laughs> and it was uh, one of the first installation pieces I'd ever seen by him. Now, what what type of response have you received? Because I know you take your class out on the street. Mm-hmm. So what type of response have you received from artists? And have you run into anyone fresh? Like the, your interactions with the artists, were they planned? Or did you meet someone out there and they embraced the class? Um, okay, so I, I arrange all the visits with the artists ahead of time. Uh, at the beginning of the semester, I write letters to like 15 artists that I've never met. And I get responses maybe from five. Um, but we have met artists in the street. Um, Dusty Rebel, the great Dusty Rebel, will often take us on a run through Soho, and he obviously knows everybody, so we will meet artists along the way. Um, but all of my um, artist meets are scripted. Not scripted, but arranged, planned. The artists aren't told what to say, but the, the kids have, have researched them ahead of time. They have questions to ask them. Uh, they'll be using these information for their papers, and they're ready to hit the artists with the questions. Now let's give a let's give a shout out to the artists that you have worked with and have were helped with cl- help the class. Uh, there's 30 of them. Great. Um, this semester, Captain Eyeliner was our first artist. Uh, Aaron Lee Hill. We went to his studio. Tat's crew at the point. Um, Abe Licken Jr. came into the classroom, and we ended up with the the great Naomi Rag in Harlem. But since 2011, we've met with John Ahern. Uh, Jilly Ballistic has wheat pasted in the subway with us a couple times. City Kitty, Buff Monster, The Great Crash at his gallery um, and his studio. Uh, Dan Witz uh, led us into his studio. Days, Michael DeFeo painted on the wall of a gallery that I was sitting, one of his signature flowers, and let us paint with him on a a day hotter than blazes. Um, Dusty's worked with us several times. He's actually showed us excerpts from his new film uh, in the classroom before he even edited them. I seen Sot came to the classroom. Jordan Seiler has spoken with us twice. Um, uh, JPO, the great JPO. Lady Iko spoke with us second semester. Lady Pink used to um, run us through Five Points and lecture us about the artist at Five Points until before she moved up north. Uh, Lunchbox is amazing. He met us in the in the Freeman's Alley. Observer Obscura met us in uh, Williamsburg. Oleg um, uh, scripted a picnic where I had to bring the food. Uh, she brought the blankets, and we sat in Prospect Park and talked about her work. Um, Phoebe New York um, uh, came to the classroom. Uh, Ray BK came last last uh, uh, last semester. Uh, although I was I was very surprised he even came there. I was so shocked. Saxix, Stray Ones, 
Andre Trenier, uh, and B.D. White, and there's wow. like there's a, there's several more. Like I wow. said, there's thirty. I say, that's a pretty big get, Ray B.K. Oh, I know. Not many people have met him. I've, I've spoke corresponded with him over email, and I went to his opening of his show in Coney Island, and I had a feeling I know he was there, but I will never know because I don't. You, I know you what he looks there, like. You could have probably pointed him out and be like, "Yes, well, you're I, right, that's I, him." I, I asked. But D- I, don't, I, don't I asked Dusty but Rebel. I, I have a feeling he was there. I heard from Luna Park that he had bailed out the front door before we got there for the opening, and he was sitting in a bar nearby. But Dusty Rebel, um, I asked Dusty uh, before the thing, is, uh, is Ray BK going to come to my classroom in, in his mask? How am I going to spot him? He says, no, he'll probably come in, you know, without his mask. And I was like, darn, darn. <laughs> did you want him to stay in the mask the whole time, or did you want there to be, like, a big... Dramatic reveal? I don't know. I didn't know. I never know what the artists are going to do. I never know. Sometimes they surprise us. Sometimes there's interesting things. It, I never know what they're going to do. So sometimes it's a little nerve-wracking. That's the great part about it, right? Yep. They're always keeping you on your toes. I don't tell them what to do. You never know what to expect. So let's go back to 2011 when you got it started. Why? And did you ever think you would have a lineup like that? No back way. Then? No, um, I've been teaching at City College since probably 1998. Um, I got my degree there, my master's degree there, and I wrote my thesis on street art. At, in 98, it was kind of at a wane, so I was concentrating on other things. Too much Giuliani. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah, exactly. The, 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 <laughs> people were working, but most of the great stuff was buffed. Everything was RIP memorial walls. But I decided to do that and collect the stuff, and I went from street to street, Harlem to areas collecting the works. Um, I began to teach at City College. There are surveys. Uh, um, my mentor knew I was making a little bit of street art uh, time or, or actually kind of think about stickers and stuff like that, and she asked me if I wanted to teach it. Since I'd written about it, written my thesis on it, um, would I like to teach a class on, on, on street art? And I'm like, yes, please, when? And they started one class a, a, one class a year, and it built up. Now, forget about your actual interest in the topic. What type of research did you do? when you were building the syllabus for the course? I uh, truthfully took a couple street art tours. <laughs> I, um, uh, I got given the class, and then um, I was going to start teaching it, I do believe, in uh, the spring. That means January of the year. And we, we went to London. My husband and I went to London because he's, he's an art historian too, and he was doing a, a talk or something like that. So I took the street art tour of the London street art of the of Old Town and um, just started sopping up this stuff and doing research and reading the books and building a library. And I have a giant library of works and just started collecting that, you know, just jumping as, as hard as I could. I had never seen a street art syllabus, street art class syllabus. I never, I never knew anybody else who had taught it. Now, you're also Batman. And uh, we're talking about your Bruce Wayne days, but let's talk about your Batman days. <laughs> Batman. Because... <laughs> Where is he going here? Because for, for those who don't know, uh, Amy is also a working street artist under the name See Me, Tell Me. Right. And your work is absolutely adorable. It's Very m- unique uh, for the pro- street. I don't know anyone n- else doing what you do. It, it, they, every time you see a new piece, you know it's yours. It's always... Uh, st- it sticks out, but in plain sight. Huh. You know, it it kind of blends. 
It kind of looks like it was meant to be anywhere it, it was placed. I love your stuff. I really do. Thank you so much. I love the Very fact, sweet. too, that so much of it is little tre- treats and little gifts for the people that happen to find it. Well, that's what I am. Um, I am a gifter. So uh, I, when I started doing this, I knew of a couple other people that were putting street things out for the street and the free, free in the street. So I labeled myself a gifter because it's all take all take away. Every bit of it's takeaway. I've never put a piece up that wasn't takeaway. That's great. You might have to unscrew them and untie them, but yeah, everything's pretty much takeaway. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> your legality is a little more gray than some because you're not spraying, you're not stickering, you're pulling something, you're basically leaving a piece of art on the street for people to take home. I tell, my, I tell my students I'm a litterer. I can't imagine they could really get you for much of anything littering. other than possibly littering. Littering, littering exactly. I just littering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the artists that paint on trash. That's yeah. a safe thing to do because what are they going to do if you're painting on an old mattress? They can't exactly arrest you. No. Now, the majority of your stuff is handmade. Yes. You're not buying 50 of a piece and then putting that out. You're making all of these things yourselves. Yes. I do make multiples, though. Mm-hmm. I make multiples, and I make... Uh, for my little sculptures, I make rubber molds and I cast hundreds of those. Uh, I, for my my little tags, I do you know hundred or two hundred at a time. I do I do multiples, but they're all handmade. I love the hands. I love the butterflies or the dragonflies. Yeah, that's my that's my spirit animal. Yeah, dragonfly. Yeah, yeah, they're carnivorous, but they're beautiful. Keys. Uh, the key, the thank keys, you for the yes. keys. People don't get the keys. They don't get the, Tennessee Williams. I yeah. found the keys in Freeman Alley one time. I was excited. Oh, very nice. Yeah. What I do is uh, I go to an art show or an exhibition or read a book or whatever, and it causes a series to happen. Hmm. So tell us about the keys now that I'm following I went them. to the Tennessee Williams show at, I do believe, the Morgan Library. And the man would go, lived in hotels, right? And so every time he left a hotel, he would just steal the key. <laughs> you know, you're supposed to turn the key into the front desk, right? No, he would just take him with us. So they, there's actually a box of all of his keys. So this is a desk. I don't know why he. Yeah, I don't know why he did it. So I and plus everybody is always in New York City. Everybody's always losing their keys. You find them everywhere. And I moved to New York City in '93, and people used to throw their keys out of their windows to their people down below mm-hmm. so they could get up, and that was so absurd to me. I'd never heard of that in the Midwest. Not old buildings have buzzers. Yeah, I'm not coming downstairs, yeah. take the key. Exactly. I just, here it is. I'm throwing it out the window. I never heard of that. That was crazy. So, what about these figures, like Seeker Teddy and Megan? They're like sort of characters, like living in their own world. It's like art is visiting other art. In a way. The seekers like to go to other places. Um, they are actually 3D scans of my nephew, who's an architect, and his uh, wife now, they have two kids, uh, Megan. And they 3D scanned themselves for me. We had them printed, little ones, and I um, uh, made a rubber mold, and I make them uh, like hundreds and hundreds, probably a thousand by now. And they like to go places. They like to go see art. They like to go to museums. They like to go to other countries. They like to... So they're not boring seekers. They're active seekers. They're out there. They're doing oh, things. Yeah, because because they want to go where I have gone, and they just come with me, and then they stay. And then people can, they stay in that location, and people snap them up. Like, Until they move on to another, it's like they're on a journey. Sort yeah. of, you know? mm-hmm. Like a garden gnome. 
<laughs> no. no, no. Well, they do. They do yeah, stay. They I do mean, stay you for see good luck. People, no, I mean people take garden gnomes and f- take them traveling all over the world. Yeah, I know. You've seen one that's ones that have been stolen, and then someone photographs them in like fifty places, and they yeah, come home. Yeah, that's one of my. A lot of people do that analogy, and they also call my stuff refrigerator magnets, which both of them mm-hmm. kind of freak me out, but it's okay. Well, until they stop making refrigerators out of metal. Magnets are going to be placed there. I know. I know. I have people send me their collections, pictures of their collections. They're all over their refrigerators. Well, I, w- I was super excited to have you in today because you're, you're it's, it's one thing for an artist to, oh, I wheat paste and I, I, I spray a little bit and I, I work in the studio. It, but you're a little different. You have your, your professional working career teaching about this and seeing the questions about the state of art today. But you also have your opinions as a working artist. So, yes. what do you like? What do you think about what's what's going up these days? I love what's going up these days. Um, I like that when people stay more political, um, because I am unable to do it. I can be subtle every once in a while, but I can't make a political statement. You have to be very, very witty to do that. And I like that what's going on. Um, I like that it's increasing. I like that it's everywhere. I am dismayed. Sometimes it seems like wallpapering um, and parachuting in sometimes, but we've got a lot of local people that are doing it, and I'm seeing it pop up in Louisville, Kentucky, where my family is, and big in Portland, and now in Seattle and Chicago and everywhere. So this movement is the biggest movement in the history of art world. It is. It's changing the art world. It is changing the art world. I truly believe that what we're seeing now will be in museums in 40 years. The artists we see on the streets. Plus, now when we talk about how the art world changes and it develops new styles, that's happening on the street, not in the galleries, Mm -hmm. not in the museums. And I don't hate the galleries and museums. Oh, no. They have a place, but the art now, the great thing about street art is it does allow anyone. You don't have to be a person that would go into a gallery or museum to interact with the art. And that's the major big thing that I see that's why it's evolving so quickly because you're getting people involved that would have never thought they would have been involved in art in their entire lives and they're interacting with it and becoming fans on levels that you never would have seen right it's all out in the open you don't have to pay to see it you don't have to pay to participate and there's going to be filters there's going to be filters it's going to the good stuff and the bad stuff is going to get filtered out historically that always happens and i'm hoping that those filters pay attention to the masses that are doing it, but yeah, we'll see. Well, and you're does. always going to have your commercially successful art that we all go, okay, it's okay, and then you'll have the people that are edgy and saying things. I mean, they're always going to coexist, right? Right. So, I'm seeing some problems in street art. Um, I'm seeing a lot of people that do a lot of uh, movie stars and a lot of mixtures of things and repeat stuff and stuff like that. I'm hoping for a little more. Too much pop. That there are some it's images. way too much pop art. There's, There's a lot of pop art. that are repetitive. Yeah, and now I don't look at them anymore. I, I look right past them, which is not good because I'm, I'm missing a bunch of artists that I should be looking at and I'm not seeing them. Well, yes. you'll, you'll notice them when the styles evolve and they do something unique and it, po- it stands out to your eye. Yeah. But then you get someone that pops up, what, just a couple of months ago, like Sarah Lynn Leo, that's I just know. like yeah. genius. Yes, Total genius. genius. My students were crazy about her. They and found her first. She is so intelligent with every single piece she does. Yeah. And all handmade. 
Because she says that she doesn't have access to a printer, so that's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> so she has to. She has no choice. She has to make everything handmade. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know, Christy did an article on Sarah Lynn Leo yeah. off her Sold magazine. If you haven't read it, it you should good. read it. It was that amazing. I hope, uh, your students will, in the near future, reference in yep. one of your classes. The references <laughs> this fall, yeah. yeah. So that's definitely one artist that your students are looking forward to, to talking to. But do you have like a dream artist that you would just love to come as a guest speaker um, in your class? Ron English, who's absolutely impossible, as you guys know. Um, My students, I asked my students to vote this semester who they, what artists I should ask for next semester, and one of them was her. Sarah. One of them was her. Um, um, Who's a wonderful guy who does the muralist on the, 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 I would love to get Joe Arado. He would be great. He's impossible to get because he's got to come over, and his partner is... uh, Logan, oh, I would love to have Logan. He would really be great. I've asked him multiple times. The man is just you way have to too go busy. Lori. I know, and I have gone through. Yeah, I have, about I, to say it, if you want, there's certain. It's what's funny is it's the same. Like when you said you worked with Buff, of course you have to know you went through Dana. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I okay. mean, there's certain ways to get to there's some certain people. Ways. The successful artists all tend to have someone managing their business. Mm. Funny gatekeepers. <laughs> She, you know what? Uh, let's 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 give Amy some suggestions on artists. Yeah, that, suggest that she artists for the next semester. I Who think do I, get? I think Hue Tech would blow your students' minds. Spell H U E T E K. Okay. I think Zimmer. Okay. Would be great. Yeah. Zimad. Zimad. Oh. Zimad. Zimad. OG. He'll and teach he you. Would be down to do it, and he is. He's the guy you want to come when you're doing dictionary definitions of the world. Okay. Who else? You mentioned um, the, one of the writers, uh, old school writer, Mike171. I'm definitely going to get contact him he through you all. Great. Mm-hmm. So what else are we thinking about for uh, for the next next round of class? You know, um, I have to say to you that um, I posted my grades um, mm-hmm. last week, and I opened my studio, cleaned it, and all I am is making art right now. I'm mm-hmm. not even thinking about it. All right, I, we'll uh, ask you in a couple of months. You ask me in a couple of months. <laughs> I promise myself. Okay. Huh? You're on spraycation. I'm yeah, exactly. <laughs> I promised myself two weeks off, two weeks off, and that's. I'm not even <laughs> going to think about any other street artists. Now we liked the uh, what we started with the Graph 101 series, yes. on Sold. We're looking for, definitely looking forward to doing more of that. Such an honor. Thank you so much for publishing my students' words. They yeah. love it. They giggle when I tell them about it. They're like, "Oh my God, we're on there!" And they they they're really thrilled. What? I, I'm not the right person to explain it someone else explain it so erica uh Thank last you. semester um we had met i don't even know how it came out and you might have pitched it i made oh you said would you like to write for sold and i'm like yeah no i'm not a writer <laughs> uh, <laughs> i can edit the stuff but i don't write and i said but my students have to write about the stuff let's take their words i'll give an intro i'll edit down their stuff fix all their misspellings um stuff like that and send them their to you their responses Right, we visit with the, we visit with the artists. They tell me what they learned um, from the artists and uh, all these great things, and they they write about it, and I put them together and ship them off to you guys, and you put it in your magazine. So we're on all the major podcast platforms now. So let's let's throw the word out there. If you're uh, you're a writer and you want to uh, work with some kids and affect the next generation and give them your viewpoint of why you're doing what you do, reach out to see me. Tell me. 
And uh, how, how, can, how can someone sign up to take the class? You got to be matriculated. Okay. Or you can audit. I okay. had two audits this semester. Some girl from Vassar or something like that, I forget, audited the class. And I had an older student who audited the class. So I think you have to sign up. You still have to pay because it's City College and it's university. But you can actually, you can audit the class. But it's full up for the fall. So you're going to have to wait till um, next too bad. summer. We, and, got, uh, we got you too late. Yeah, well, it's they're doing it twice a, twice a year now, so it's really great. That's great. Ladies, any other questions for Amy? Well, before we let you go, uh, please give your Instagram handle online and where people can see your work. Um, my Instagram handle handle is uh, see me tell me NYC. Um, uh, and if you're Carol Garden in Carol Gardens, you'll see my stuff everywhere, but I'm also wandering the city. Um, I've just sent out three packages to some of my surrogates. Um, so they're actually taking my pieces to, um, Italy, um, to Norway and someplace else in Mexico. So my little pieces are going to be showing up there. I have surrogates and I send them little care packages with seekers and dragonflies and stuff like that and they put the stuff out and they also do stuff for me. So I don't go to all these cool places. Uh, my artworks actually go to funner places than me. It's a movement. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, thank you very much for what you're doing. Uh, we look forward to working with you some more. And we are sold out with Professor Amy Young. <laughs>